Diva, here we are. This is a talk show, so we tend to talk about things. So what shall we talk about? What's on your mind? Ooh, I'm so glad you asked. So, scrolling through my phone, as everybody does when they wake up, and I come across this 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 article, and I'm like, bam! I sent out an article in the group chat, right? So it's about this new artist, musician, artist. And of course, you know, we talk about celebrity stuff and like whatever else is going on in the world. But we are at heart musically stimulated, right? That's kind of like how we started out in radio and everything. So now the culture is moving towards um, artificial intelligence, you know, Facebook, Meta, all this other virtual reality stuff. So in roles this new rapper named Ethan Mecca. Hopefully I'm saying that right. I mean, he's a pretend yep. person, so, you know, we get it. So anyways, there's this whole controversy around this rapper, and we're going to post the picture, like, right here, so you guys can see what we're talking about. Right there. And so, um, this is a, the first virtual rapper uh, introduced by Capitol Records. So, this character has only been with Capitol Records for like 11 days. So, I'm just kind of referencing a Rolling Stones article because there were several articles out, but this is the one that really kind of caught my attention that I want to talk about. Um, first, I'm going to ask you, 16, did you ever think that we would have like a rapper in the metaverse like that was not even a real person? Well, don't get me started on that because I'll say that the, at the rate that certain things have been going on with rap, this makes total sense to me that they would go get one that doesn't actually exist to uh, come out here and rap, you know, because we have some we have some uh, some opportunities here to get better when it comes to the type of music that's coming out. But to say that, uh, did I ever feel like there would actually be a virtual rapper? No, nah, I can't say that that one was on my list of things I figured was going to happen, but we are in season three of 2020 here, so anything can happen. <laughs> anything goes. So apparently, yeah. Capitol Records thought anything goes, and so they've gotten some backlash about this particular virtual rapper. As you can see, we have the picture right there, right? So... You know, they're offering an apology to the Black community because they feel like they didn't realize they were being insensitive. Uh, a lot of people felt like uh, this virtual rapper was like a horrible stereotype of Black rappers in the Black community and yada, yada, yada. Because in 2021, um, Genius uncovered that the creators of FN Mecca are actually brothers, Chris and Brandon Lee. Um, and they were also championed by Anthony Martini, the co-founder of an enterprise called Factory New. Um, so this is like a music company which is propelling virtual characters. So this is just trending into like the new world. Um, this is what I found interesting. They said um, when Martini was in an interview um, in 2021 with Music Business Worldwide, FN Mecca was used creating thousands of data points compiled from video games and social media. And his music is performed by a human, but structured by artificial intelligence. So, yeah, long story short, you know, they're playing with all these real rappers. They're creating artificial intelligent ones, but using a human voice. So that's just a little bit weird. So... 
I understand that there's some controversy. So how do you feel about people being offended? Do you understand why people were reaching out saying that it was horrible? Because I think it was a group uh, called Industry Black, an online coalition called for the termination of FN Mecca with Capitol Records. Uh, they were just one particular group online that was like, oh, no, this is freaking horrible. This is horrible stereotype. So what do you think? Do you think this is a horrible stereotype uh, against rappers for the culture? The whole thing just feels like a bad idea. Like, <laughs> it just, it all it, it all just feels like a fail. Um, I understand why people are offended and would be mm -hmm. offended. Uh, especially when you have someone that's essentially parroting what they feel like their I idea is of the black culture or black community. And the fact that when Capitol Records released a statement saying they apologize to the black community, that lets you know where their head was because they shouldn't have said, you know, they could have gave the generic, you know, we apologize to anybody that was offended, but they specifically singled out the black community, which tells you how they feel about what they feel like we do. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like, yeah. okay, so this is all black people right now. You're apologizing to black community because this is what we all act like. It's kind of a loaded thing to say like, oh, we apologize to the black community. I'm like, yeah, I mean, that's good and all, but putting the color into it or putting the race into it, that's what makes it loaded because you should just be apologizing because it's offensive, not just because you feel like it's offensive to black people, which it is, and it was, but you saying that it just lets you know, this is how they view it. This is how they yeah. view them. If you got to apologize for it being, you know, to the black community for it. So let me ask you this. So being that Capital Records has been around for a long time, how many black people do you think this project passed or were in the hands of who, was cool with it like what do you think do you think that we just weren't represented in the room when they came up with this or what no no it's what it normally is diva we weren't the decision makers in the situation i agree so that's what that was it wasn't one of these where mm. okay we gotta you know this is something that we're into this is people higher up than the black folks in in the room and they didn't have any say you, you, you right. know how it is. You've been in that corporate structure. You know how when they pull us in them trainers oh, and they're like, yes, hey, Lord. you know, we just wanted to, you know, get you guys, you know, feedback on this new uh, process that we're considering rolling out. Like, you're going to roll it out anyway. We're going to tell you that it's awful and it's dumb and it's going to overwork <laughs> us and it's going to just make us feel awful and it's going to ruin the morale. But you're still going to do what you want anyway. So what's the point of asking me about it when you're only just going to do what you want anyway? And that, that's that's the point with that, you know. True, I you know, but I want to play devil's advocate though for a second. I mean, can can I can I just can I just can I just probably ruffle the hair that's not on your head right now? You know. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> hmm. All right. So this this is you know when I first read the article, I wanted to be offended. Like that's the instant go to, right? Like, oh hell no! What the you, what did you they just do? To be. I wanted to be. You are now listening to the radio show. Because I fucking hate cotton candy. I was <laughs> oh, I, now that I agree with you on, Diva. 100%. Why? 
Why? Like, what goes in your mouth soft and turns hard? Like, that's disturbing. Well. Or melts. What the hell? Well. 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 You're listening to the radio show on YouTube and all other podcast providers. Um, majority of the rappers now um, have a particular look, right? And just for all intents and purposes, I'm going to have 16 post them. And so I picked just a couple of the really popular ones because I just want to prove a point here. So we're posting Takashi 69, Lil Wayne, Lil Uzi Vert, Post Malone, and then we're going to post FN Mecca, which is this artificial rapper, right? My point is this. This is what people see. You got to understand that if, if we, we're not as protective of the rap culture or the game or the image even of our community as we used to be, this is what people see. And if you're pissed that a major music company thought that this is what was going to speak to the community, then honestly, the community needs to look at itself and say, okay, what do we want people to see in our culture of music and as a representation? Because this is exactly what they see. This is what's selling. These people have millions of followers. This is what making money is. And as a business person, people are going to do what makes money. And if this is what you're going to allow your culture to look like, this is what people are going to emulate because they don't know any better. They're not in our community, but they have the money and they're making the big decisions. We are not in these boardrooms. And that's why I need people to understand and think about. It's easy to make Capitol Records a scapegoat. But what are we doing where part of the culture is supporting people who look like this? and put out this kind of music, talking about money cars and hoes and chains and all of this other stuff for least brutality, all of this stuff. But then when they create it artificially, because this is what they think we represent in our culture and music, we want to get upset and condemn them, but nobody's talking about that in the culture. And I think that's where we need to have a deeper conversation because this, this is what, you know, this is what they see outside looking in. This is what we do. I mean, like, what do you think about that? I mean, you're a big music head. You are mostly attached to older rap. It was way different. And you didn't just let any and everybody come up in here and be a rapper in the culture. So what do you think about how it's viewed now versus how it used to be viewed? No, nah, and see, okay, so there's a difference between that. Like, I, I hate to bring up a, a, you know, an old story, but I'm, I'm going to do this. So years ago, uh, I was at a party uh-huh. and majority of my friends are artists and at this party uh there was this one guy that we worked with i'm gonna call out his name because we we made a metaphor out his name this guy named ray otis all right so for whatever reason ray just figured that uh he was just gonna be this you know he was gonna challenge everybody to a freestyle battle he could take everybody out and he got he just hyped up himself and he had riled up the whole crew to where they was getting ready. We was getting ready to get with him. You know, he had already, he had, he had stepped in it and, and he, he was about to get it. So when it comes time to, you know, get the siphon going for the freestyle battle, Rayotas bounced. He got up out of there. He didn't want that smoke. He was gone. Yeah. He left. And what that means, basically, if you look at it now, where if a guy, you know, come to you and saying he got more skills than you, you know, 
guys don't take that seriously. Back then when we was doing that, a dude talking about, you know, stepping to you, talking about he got more skills than you, we about to go at it. Somebody about to, yeah. you know, beatbox a beat or bang on a table, and we about to go at it for as many bars as you can go, and that's it. And in this case, you know, the way rap is now, it, it, it ain't like that. It's like people just see it as a, a vehicle for making money. They don't care about the yeah. art. And Correct. that's some, to me, for somebody who grew up within the art of it, who was doing it, who fell in love with it because of it, it's kind of a joke. And that's how they was looking at it. Like, oh, this is this, yes. is, this is a joke. We could just treat it that way. Don't 16, be a Ray I, Otis, by the way. 16, are you, you preaching tonight? I don't often say that, but you, you preaching tonight. Like, I, you know, I mean, damn, you preaching tonight. Okay. Go ahead and send your cash out for the collection plate. I might put something in there. <laughs> I mean, I'm just, I'm just saying, you know, when it comes to this, you know, when it comes to this rap stuff, I don't, I don't play, I don't play around, you know, this is, it used to be my, really, yeah. it used to be style. It used to be art. It used to talk about something like a real story. So now it's, you know, um, like you said, it's, it's, it's mostly for the money and it's, it's disappointing yep. though, to be honest. Yeah, and um, I was going to say, for whatever reason, which I doubt he will, if Ray Otis happens to watch this video, I, I <laughs> you became a metaphor, bro. Anytime somebody, you know, <laughs> ran off from, from a situation, we was like, man, they Ray Otis that thing. So oh you, you're a legend for the wrong thing, for, for running Listen. away. You talked talk to Gang of Smack, and just to let you know, you was about to get ate up in that cypher, bro. You was about to get Listen. the business, all right? I had a definition for the night, and now you have a word of the night. It's just, don't be a Ray Otis. Don't be a Ray Otis. Because apparently, ain't nobody come to see you, Otis. <laughs> see what I did there. That was funny. Somebody cut her mic off. You are now listening to the radio show. And I have not cooked that shit well done, and it was excellent. Let me tell you, let me just put this to you like this here. Somebody, you know, I go out somewhere and I order myself well done, and they come back, it's got a line of pink of it. The whole table may just get turned over. Cook it all the way. There you go. You're going to have your wife in the back. You're listening to the radio show on YouTube and all other podcast providers. Is anything about it? Yeah, I've seen some videos on Instagram with, uh, I guess, the AI doing like a performance or doing whatever. Um, I think it's a joke. Um, There's a lot of talent, mainstream, not mainstream, Mm -hmm. that could could be in that spot. Why why in rap do we have an AI character when there's plenty of talent out there. Like, I don't see no AI Dolly Parton or no AI, you know, uh, Rolling Stones or anything like that. So I, I don't that's, see that's, that's a, listen. AI character. Listen, that's, but see, that, this, that's this real is, music, there, boy. You can't, you can't make that fake. That's real. Exactly. Yeah, so but that's, that's what I'm gonna challenge you to, though, Easy, because that's what we were talking about. Like, the culture had of music, like. 16 was just talking about how like there's not any artistry in the music anymore and i was talking about how the music industry is not sacred as far as like who they'll let pretty much anybody come in and be a new rapper right see but that's why right there so like 
we as a community, we can't sit there and say we don't have artistry in our music anymore. We don't have X, Y, Z because that's like me talking shit about my brother, right? Like I can talk shit about my brother, but you over there across the street, you can't talk shit about my brother because that's not your place. And I think no matter if we like this genre of rap or not, we don't need to sit there and like talk shit about it or say that it's not artistry or anything like that because there's folks who claim to be music enthusiasts or, you know, vocal teachers, you know, whatever you want to call it, that say that rap isn't music anyway. So, you know, I think it's things like that being spoken to the universe to where this record company or engineer, whoever created this AI character said, oh, well, let's, you know, rap isn't shit anyway, so let's go ahead and just, you know, dilute it. But let me ask you, though, because you you have a great point. However, I'm going to challenge you on this. Shouldn't we be the gatekeepers, though, in our own community about what the standard is? You're always going to have somebody who's going to put stuff out. But as a community, other people outside looking in thinks that this is what we support. This is who we are as a culture. And if it doesn't represent what we want for trade to where someone literally thinks that we can be reduced to artificial intelligence and that the vibrancy of rap has been reduced to just money, cars, and hoes, shouldn't we be the ones to say, listen, that does have a place for fun, but this is the core of what that really represents for our community, and that's not mainstream that's kind of like underground or some other stuff but shouldn't we be the gatekeepers of that to say okay this is what we're going to put at the top there's levels to all of it right yeah i mean we can definitely help being the gatekeepers but you know you made the point right like there is a lot of rap out there that's still like very thoughtful very creative storytelling that really talks about other things besides you know the big three right but a lot of those folks are indie artists, right? They're independent or... But why? But why? Well, that's what I was... My point I was trying to get to. We can be the gatekeepers, right? Like, you know, Carl Crawford and all these other Black people can have record labels, but are they as big as Capitol Records? Like, I mean, we can Google it, but I don't think a a Black person owns Capitol Records. They might have some Black people that work there, Mm -hmm. but... The, the forces behind the people that are releasing the music, it's not us. You know, like, and, why, uh, and why is that? Because if, if the talent is coming from us, right? So my point is this. I feel that as a people, we need to be more responsible. Because why is it that our culture worships this stuff that we're seeing more than the indie artists because we actually do have power to make those people great so what in our mindset needs to shift to where we're celebrating that more than we're celebrating what is happening right now and that was my whole point yeah i think it's just you know being able to access it right like if you're an indie artist you know more than likely unless you're coming out your own pocket with millions of dollars like it's hard for you to have that marketing to be at the forefront of radio to 
you know, have those ads on Instagram and to get your music to the masses. You know, I just don't know if the resources are there. You know, like I mean, the resources are there because most of these people like are blowing up one underground and two on YouTube and other free platforms. So I think, yeah, but they're in a we, battle against, of course, a record label that's got a whole lineup, you know, full of people. Right? Um, you might run out of content, but the record labels got this artist. They got this artist. They got that artist, and they just kind of keep hitting you. Um, yeah, and they suspiciously yeah. kill them off randomly. As, you know what's I mean, something? I'm unalive them, my bad. You know. you know what's something that we didn't drill down on hard enough, in my view, is that until whatever backlash came from this, somebody mm-hmm. thought this was okay to sign this before the backlash kicked in, before the, man, this is a PR bad move. We need to quickly, you know, change course on this. So before the heat came from social media, there was an executive who was like, you know what? This could work. Let's of let's course. sign this and do this. Right. Of course. And of course. I don't Can you blame them? Why. Yeah, Can but you blame I'm just, them? like I'm tired of that though, Diva. Like, why 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 do you have to like because people got offended, you gotta retro walk it back like, oh, we're sorry for the black community when it became a problem to you. It was of cool course, but you know was why? Quiet. You know why? Because you know, we've, we've all done corporate before, right? You can sit there and tell someone that, uh, you know, I don't really think there's going to be a seamless tra- process on the floor, right? I don't really think it's going to be received well if we implement this particular process. You guys know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. However... It's not until they implement something and the numbers, the statistics, the data says that it's bad or the PR says that it's bad that they walk it back. But we've been told them that this probably wasn't a good idea. Numbers don't lie. Remember, it's about money. Okay, I'm going to play devil's advocate for two seconds. If you got... Takashi 69, Lil Wayne, Lil Uzi Vert, Pat Malone, all these guys out here, right? Tatted up faces, rapping about the same stuff that this FN Mecca was rapping about. These guys are millionaires. They have millions of followers. They have cult-like following. Why, from a business point of view, let's take culture and emotions out of it. From business, money-making numbers, right? These concerts are sold out. Where's the bad idea in that? I mean, I mean, to your point, there is like, right? Why would you, why would you sign Lil Wayne to a sixty million dollar record deal when you can have this AI robot doing the same thing that Wayne does, and all you got to do is pay for the maintenance, and keep it up, right? And you did listen. I get, I get it from a from a business yeah, from a business. So when people yeah. are upset, it's like, if we okay, they specifically said in the Rolling Stones article that they came about this character from data points and social media. So they've been studying what we do, what we like, what we respond to, I'm sure for years at this point. So if you're going to take all that data that makes sense on paper and translate it into real life, how would you think that was going to be a bad idea? This isn't your culture, but you're going to take what the culture does all the time. Perfect example. I have one of my best friends is North Indian, right? 
I recently learned that sometimes certain people in the community find the word curry offensive. I had no idea. We have plenty of restaurants here that serve curry this and curry that. However, technically, it can be viewed as offensive, right? But how would I know if I'm going to an Indian restaurant and they're serving curry? Do you see what I'm saying? So, like, when an outside person does something, you get offended, you're confused. Like, well, wait, you guys do this all the time. So, if we've got Black rappers running around looking like this character, acting like this character, how are they supposed to know our community would even find this offensive is my whole point. And if we don't like something like this, we need to shift our mindset in the community so that we can be seen as something other than this. You're asking for a lot on that. And that ain't <laughs> I, happening. It, and, it's probably not, but yeah. they'll jump on social media and attack without taking any kind of accountability. And I just feel like at some point our culture needs to start taking accountability for some of this it's, stuff. It's like the use, it's like the use of the N-word where uh -huh. Uh -huh. it's, it's, it's similar to that. You get what I'm getting at? Where it's like... Of course it, of course it is. Of course, I get Yeah, it. so that, that's that's what basically what it is in that aspect. And it's like, you know, well, why aren't you offended because you do? It's like, I can say that because we, we Black, we could do that, but you can't. But in the end, when you circle it back around, regardless whether it's our, what's considered our culture and what they look at as our culture, it's offensive any way you slice. It just so happens that this thing is an AI <laughs> being controlled by white people where it's like, uh, but, I don't know about this. I, 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 let's walk it back to what EZ said. Let's walk it back because he brought up a very good point. How are you offended when an artificial intelligent character says the N-word, which he was created and backed by Caucasian or non-Black people, when EZ clearly was correct when he said we are not in the boardrooms to make these decisions. We do not have the money power to make it. So don't you think that when these rappers are out here performing and they are also saying the N-word, they're being paid by a non-Black person. Yeah. It's the same thing. So you know we need to start being accountable for it. I find it more offensive. You know, of, of course, I don't want nobody you know, using that word. But what I find most egregious out of all of this is that chances are I haven't heard any of it, but chances are it's whack as hell. And that's the part that pisses me off is of that course. I'm tired of the whack stuff. Like, of course, you know, me too. stereotypes aside, just make it good. And chances are it wasn't going to be. And it ain't going to be. It's whack as hell. No, I'm I tired of it. But well, don't, don't think the robot's going away. Don't think no. that it's, no. it's gone forever. And oh, man, it, we tried it one time. Guess what? It's gonna come what? back out eventually. The, the the robots are not gonna get gunned down for no for a dumb reason, and then a lot of people are out of jobs. You see what I'm saying? Like if you can profit off of AI intelligence more than you can on these new rappers, as quick as they keep popping up, they keep getting taken out of here. You know what I mean? So it's like the liability for artificial intelligence is. The fact that this person, this this character, I think had over five hundred thousand followers on TikTok. So it just shows you the mentality and the mindset of this particular generation. And it's not to be insulting. This is just literally what they value. And if we want them to value something different, I mean, 
that's going to be like you said 16 like a loaded question like how do we shift how we're viewed and if this is so unacceptable what are we going to do about it that's it that's all i'm saying what are we going to do about it if it's unacceptable you can't just jump on social media and bully somebody and oh take it down and say i'm sorry that's all they're going to do keep saying i'm sorry but what are we going to do about it that's it so people who are watching drop comments on what you think we could do about it like is this all on capital records or does the black community have some kind of responsibility to why people view us this way when literally i don't think it's a stereotype honestly a majority of the new rappers out look like this character so i'm just saying you are now listening to the radio show ask the people at doritos to just put uh cool ranch flavoring in a canister and just sell it to us like that because uh, I feel like the best part of any Dorito chip is straight up just at the very end, just licking the ranch out the bag. Just, you know, you open, you just get the bag just right, crease it just right so you can just cap it and it just all fall in your mouth. That's the best part of eating Doritos. Tiki Blue, I knew there was a reason I loved you and that's the reason. You're listening to the radio show on YouTube and all other podcast providers. Thank you. So... There you have a little bit of hip hop talk from the hip hop show. I like to joke that, you know, we don't always get to talk hip hop, but when we do, I feel like we at our best with that. So as Diva says, you know, if you got comments, you can drop them or you can send us a text 678-800-1677, or you can email us the radio show inbox at gmail.com. You know, so if y'all have comments about this, we'll make sure and read them on the next video that we post and talk about it some more, but this is a great conversation. Short conversation, but timely, I would say. Yes, I think so. And, you know, feel free to like, share, definitely subscribe to the channel for additional content that's going to be similar. It's always great to chat it up with y'all per usual. Thank you for all the support for the radio show ACL. You know, we're definitely, you know, uh, feeling the love from folks. And uh, we're just going to keep dropping content. Just keep dropping content all the time. So appreciate it. And I'll just say my catchphrase, just remember and never forget, you're not just listening to a radio show or some radio show, you're listening to the radio show, ATL. Yeah, you know, because yeah, Lil Wayne, you know, he said, you know, he to the point where he don't believe in racism. And, you know, that's the type of that's the type of rich I aspire to be when I just forget the fact that I'm a nigga. That's what I want, you know. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> just cut it off. Just cut it off. 